0: everybody welcome back to the seven figure flipping podcast this is bill allen today i have another flip hacking live speaker to present to you uh, i'm sure you know that that's coming by now but um we're talking about some really cool stuff and today is no different uh, tyler austin is the founder of rei sift he's an investor down in the panhandle um i just watched him kind of get going get started up i watched him hit a little resistance i watched him come out swinging and change the whole game so He told me a story during this podcast where he's making $10,000 or he spent $10,000 and made back about 15, stopped everything, retooled everything. And then over the next three months after that, he made $250,000. And can you imagine that? You start, you meet some resistance, do like one deal. And then you say, wait a second, something's got to change. And the next three months, you make $250,000. So he talked about how he did that, some of the changes that he makes, that, that he made and what he's doing now. And he's going to be speaking at Flip Hacking Lives and be sharing a lot of this on stage with you of how he uh, looks at lists, how he makes, um, he, he looks at the most profitable potential deals and figures out how to spend the most money on them. And, uh, and it's a really cool system. So well, I'm going to introduce you guys to Tyler, but if you haven't already, go to fliphackinglive.com, grab your ticket. This is just one of about 20 speakers that we're going to have there. And um, I also talk a little bit about uh, VIP access, what we just launched. So if you stick around till the end, You'll hear what uh, the VIP access is gonna get you. So, all right, here we go. Here's Tyler Austin. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite we are seven figure flipping and this podcast is our playbook all right everybody i'm back with another flip packing live speaker and i know you're just this is probably episode 10 or 11 of speakers and we have 10 or 11 more that won't even come on the podcast so if you don't have your tickets to flip Hacking live you absolutely have to go to flippackinglive.com and get them because with just a couple of weeks we'll be down in orlando hanging out with or without you and after you listen to all these presentations and speakers I'm sure that you're going to be kicking yourself afterwards when the other folks in your market, the other people that you know, are dominating and crushing it from some of the things that they learned at that event. So today I've got another speaker and somebody who hasn't been on the podcast before. And um, and him and I have known each other for a few years. We've spoken at some similar events, uh, same locations. Uh, I know about its software. We've used it. So really cool stuff. And I want to introduce him to you today. And he's going to be speaking at Flip Hacking Live. We'll talk about what that is. And I'm really excited to to show some of you who have never heard of it and talk about some of the success that he has with it and his clients have with it. So Tyler Austin is on the podcast today. Tyler, welcome, man.
1: Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you having me on. excited for Flip Hacking Live more than anything, dude.
0: Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. And I'll tell you what, your people have come out. Like they are rocking, ready to go. There's a ton of them that are excited about coming. I don't know what you're giving away there, but they are excited to be in Orlando, man. What's up with that?
1: uh you know it's just you know yeah we build product through community you know what i mean so um everyone's excited just to see each other and uh we'll be given like we'll be doing like a little event after you know one of the days and so um we're kind of taking the opportunity since we're all going to be in the same place to kind of mastermind amongst ourselves as well so i think they're excited for that last time we just did a random pop-up and like 70 people showed up to it
0: um so i'm excited to see you know who all comes down to orlando And I'm jealous, but you're right. It is really about that. I I, I remember I just was randomly in Atlanta um, on a trip uh, on my way through from one place to from Florida to back to Nashville. And I stopped in, hung out with my friend Terry. And I was like, man, we have a lot of members, seven figure flipping members in Atlanta. What if we just did like a, a quick dinner? Just I'm talking like two hours, hour and a half. We just do a little meetup. I'm here for one night. And we needed a table for like 20. It was so yeah. cool. Every single person that was in our community from Atlanta showed up, them, their spouse, some family. It was just really cool to see. And that's what it's all about, man. It's about, uh, like you said, building that community, that tribe. And when they travel and you you call call them out and say, let's go, let's meet up, let's do something together. Then they come. That's a testament to a good leader, good product, good community, stuff like that. So, um, okay. Okay. Give everybody a quick background on you. Uh, maybe you know how you got into uh, real estate, but even before we get into your software.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm a military guy by trade, like yourself. Um, I was um, an ammo troop originally, so I just you know built you know conventional warfare. Um, got it to flight line, so we can put warheads on foreheads, if you will. Um, and then after that I was a cyber warfare operator and then I worked for the government for a little bit after that, doing some stuff in that kind of space. Um, but during that time, um, and I'm married with, uh, with a six year old and, a, uh, we have a two month old son. Um, so, um, there's that, but, um, I got started kind of in, in real estate more so, uh, seriously once we got down here to Fort Walton beach, Florida, Um, because I had got out. My wife had got, you know, base of preference down here and uh, I was like, okay, cool. I'm like settled down. I can start folks on stuff. Um, Little did I know the demand of my government job would have been like 50 percent travel. I wouldn't be able to have my phone anytime, all that kind of stuff. So it was pretty difficult to start a company um, while doing that. Um, But, you know, what I believe in is that any problem can be solved through proper operations. So, um, I just kind of put it down on, on the, on the table. I was like, what am I going to do, you know, uh, in order to, to get this to work. And, um, the fast forward, uh, I spent a bunch of money, didn't make anything uh, about 10 grand or so. So not too terrible. Um, but you know, spent it, ended up making something from that like 15 grand, like six months later a deal popped out of it. Um, but, uh, I, I thought I didn't realize anything. So I took about three months to really understand what I was doing Um, and then that first quarter of me kicking back up my marketing, um, we did about, I think it was like 250 grand in that first quarter. And I was like, okay, I think I understand this now. Um, and so then to come like two months later, three months later, I got promoted to GS 12 and then I quit. Uh, (laughs) so my, uh, um, my work didn't like me very much, I think, because we did a lot to try to expedite that, you know, that process to promotion. And then, you know, I realized that my, aspirations, you know, not seeing my daughter for, you know, a good amount of her, her childhood there. And, um, you know, knowing that I wanted more stability and more freedom, um, you know, real estate ended up being that unlock, you know, I've been trying to do business stuff for so long, even while I was in like, I would be, you know, TDY and trying to build like a, you know, an Amazon FBA store on, you know, or something like that. And it just all failed. And then real estate was that thing that it all just made sense to me, right? I It's it's simple, it's executable, it's scalable. Um, And if you focus on, you know, keeping as much net profits as possible, you can become very wealthy really quickly, um, you know, doing it. So um, I became addicted and then I became addicted to um, to try to refine my operation after we made some money so we can try to
0: make more. All right. So a question popped in my head. I wrote it down here. You you spent ten thousand dollars. You tried a bunch of stuff. You made like 15 from that. Then you retooled some things and you went back to work. You made two hundred fifty thousand dollars in three months. So I'm sure every single person is wondering the same thing I am. What did you do differently from the first time to the next time?
1: Yeah. So a couple of things. The first thing was um, I I realized that, you know, I can't do it on my own. So being that I'm traveling so much um, and the number one thing in marketing is actually making sure the marketing goes out. Um, So I had hired a VA Um, I took instead of like, you know, um, you know, spending extra money on you know, random things from my W2 money, you know, I reinvested that back into the business to help it grow. Um, so I, you know, pay what 600 bucks a month or whatever for an admin VA. Um, and and I ended up finding a acquisitions person um, and I paid her 20% commission um, to make offers and do some prospecting and stuff like that, uh, as well as actually selling the deals too. So um, I was, you know, doing pretty good uh, for, for that. I think 20% commission to do acquisitions and dispositions and everything, but Um, you know, so that's why I set it up. But more than anything, what set me up for success was because what I did is I I created a Google site. In Google, you can create like free websites. Uh, It's like site.google.com or something. And I basically made a wiki and I brain dumped everything I knew. So I knew that there's four primary, uh, I call them the the quadrants of of real estate, acquisitions, dispositions, uh, marketing, administration. And so those four quadrants, I knew that those are four things for me to be successful. If I I locked down education components for my team, in those four um, things can run without me and so I focused on the admin stuff first did a ton of videos made all the wikis on how to pull data you know what to do with it um, gave that to my VA she did all that and then I just had my acquisitions person um, focusing on really small amounts at the time it was 1250 or something like that records is all we focused on for that whole quarter um, and um, we just really nailed into those we called every you know one-off single dialing we left voicemails we did manual text messages you know, because we really wanted to make sure it's like I, there has is a thousand people. If I were to go door knock these thousand people, there's no way I wouldn't get a deal. Um, so we just took the same approach, but did it in a you know more time efficient, cheaper way by doing single line dialing, uh, which we've turned into a whole new process now called the sensei flow. Um, but um, yeah, that's all I did before. I just sent, you know, some direct mail and I tried to do some cold calling, but there was no like structure behind it. I stopped for three months, I built structure so that it can be controlled, more controllable. And then when I kicked back on, I just kind of turned on the, you know, opened the floodgates essentially let the, um, I actually hired a cold caller then too. So it was an admin VA cold caller and then my acquisitions, cause she was hitting some like high equity stuff. And my acquisitions was hitting really niche stuff. Um, we ended up making more money from the niche stuff than we did from the bulk dialing, but um, that's pretty much it. Um, but the big thing that was the biggest turning point for me was um, I didn't know that like data had like anomalies you know when it came to like I figured if you're buying it from a location it should come you know as good as it could um, but I had like started looking at my return mail and I noticed it was pretty jacked up I had like you know company names in there that were return mails and all this other stuff and I was, there has to be a way to, to make this better Um, so what I did was I built a script because, you know, I was a cybersecurity engineer. I can do Python stuff and whatnot. So I wrote a script to where it scanned my, um, my document and it turned it into four more documents, a document called clean, a document called incomplete, one called trust and one called companies. And we only focused on marketing to the clean data. And then I had my admin VA slowly cleaning the incomplete data, you know, that was missing like initials and stuff. And then um, taking and finding the owners of companies and the owners of trust and then pushing that to clean, too. So we create a process around the intake of our data. And we just did that on a weekly basis. And um, we ended up kicking off, you know, like portfolio deals, for example, from the companies where most people weren't focusing on company data, where we ended up finding out, oh, that owner of that company owns, you know, four properties. So we targeted them instead of targeting the person with one property. So we could get one contract but have four properties versus the other person is getting one for one. Um, And so we realized that that was like a really cool flow and it made, you know, more money faster and just kind of scaled it.
0: Okay. There's probably a lot of people listening who are like, man, this guy is talking way out of my league on the data stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, Writing, writing scripts, things like that. Um, Filtering, sorting data, looking deeper at the numbers, things like that. I'm a huge data nerd. I love that stuff too. Um, but there's a lot of people who are like, "This is that's not my my super, my superpower, my secret sauce, right?" So for yes. you, um, what do you think about that? Like your background in that data allowed you to um, to look a little closer, dig deeper, make more money. Um, what would you say to those people who are just not tech savvy and this is just not their thing?
1: Yeah, um, simplification is always better in everything. If you look at the largest companies in the world, most of them only have one product they sell. And they just sell that product really well, and they do that product really well. Um, so just simplify it, right? Um, for me, we initially did like um, high equity data and tax delinquent data, and we only focus on like those two things. Um, you know, we, you know, just use Google Sheets to overlay it and stuff like that. But that that that's something you don't need to do. You can literally just focus on the tax delinquents you know, get a tax limit list, and then just, you know, work your way through it. But the biggest thing for me is that um, I wanted to be able to control my marketing dollars. So I wanted to understand it at a high level. Um, But if you were to just simply say, okay, cool, I got a 1000, you know, tax delinquent records, then I'm just going to go skip, skip, trace them and go one by one and just, you know, call each of those numbers. A lot of people just, um, they give away, because they, they want things faster, they sacrifice now, um by trying to like upload it to a bulk dialer and do all that kind of stuff when in all reality that's hurting them more than it's helping them because you can't get true kpis that way key performance indicators um so for the person who's not really super tech savvy um, as long as you can like look at an excel document you can do exactly what i'm talking about it's just going to take you a little bit longer you know to get the result but that's okay because you're not trying to like become a marathon runner right now Right now, you're just trying to walk and watch your, you know, your pulse. And as you learn what your pulse is at, you know, while you're walking, then you can start doing sprints, see your pulse, you know, then start doing some longer routes. You can get to the point where you're running marathons, but right now that's just not where you're at and that's okay. Um, you just got to keep the mindset, like I'm building a business for, you know, three years from now, for six months from now, and everything I do today in my marketing needs to be able to help me in three days, four days, five days, three, three months from now, because otherwise, you know, that's marketing dollars lost. If it doesn't make your marketing more enhanced as we go in the future, just like, you know, any other major marketer, especially, you know, people that do a lot of Facebook ads, they're always trying to refine it and make it more targeted and, and more efficient. Um, for whatever reason, in the real estate space, that, that kind of mentality kind of, you know, is a little bit slipped simply because a lot of people are in real estate that aren't really, you know, marketers by trade.
0: Yep. I love that. Like get really, really good at the one thing that you do. And really a lot of those folks, they're just looking for their first deal. Like that marathon analogy is great because that first deal is the change in belief. It's just like that, that first step walking, checking your heart rate, those kind of things, like the basics, like you don't need to, you don't need to bring in 10 deals on day one. You just got to do that first one. And it might be that fifth number you call down on that tax delinquent list, or it could be the hundred. But you know, what I've learned even with selling flip back and live tickets, like this week, we just went and picked up the phone call some people, talk to some people. I got on some coaching calls the last two weeks. So did some of my board and we're learning what's going on in the market. Like, what do people want? What do they need? What's, why are they coming? Why aren't they coming? Like what's, what's happening. And we, we try to systemate systemize and automate everything to the point where we don't actually just ask the customer or call them or, uh, you know, have that one off because we don't want to have the, we want to figure out how to, you know, get rid of our, uh, like offload all of our stuff, our time. And yeah. when we get into this, very much robotic relationship with somebody where, um, picking up the phone and dialing one by one sometimes is, is not always a bad thing, even if it's just to understand the process like you talked about. So, um, so where did this, where did your software come about? Maybe let's jump into that. Like what, uh, what is it yeah. and, and how did you, like, where did it come from?
1: So, um, I'm going to touch on the whole single line dialing thing sure. to, to dive into that analogy. Um, just so, so for people that might already be doing bulk marketing, one of the questions I would ask you is, if I were to give you a record, uh, like I say, hey, one, two, three Main Street, I know these people want to sell. These are the the number that I think might be them because some, like my neighbor, gave it to me. Um, but I'm pretty sure they're about to the sell. And I gave that to you. You would probably call that number. If it was a dead number, you would know that it was dead. You probably would never call it again, right? Um, and then you would start trying to research some more numbers. If you couldn't find them, you might go door knock. You might send a postcard you would do like a really good job trying to reach that person because I told you, hey, this person's probably looking to sell. I'm pretty sure because this guy told me. You'd do a lot of effort there. Um, When we start doing that at scale, though, we start sacrificing because we think we have to because we're doing it at scale. Because for whatever reason we've made that excuse in our mind, you don't have to. You can do it the right way at scale. You just got to have a process. And so when in like, what was it like uh, November of 2018 or something like that, um, I was, I was, I went to a mastermind and I was like, Hey, so this is what we do when we're calling. We're actually, we know, like if I were to call through a list of a thousand people and let's say that's, you know, 3000 phone numbers, I know every number that was dead because I don't want to send text messages to a dead number. That's three cents per I'm, I'm losing a lot of money there. Right. Um, so, or whatever I'm, I'm spending. Um, so I, I, I need to create a process. And so I did that. Um, and I didn't have a name for it at the time, but I realized that other people, didn't know that that was a thing, right? That there was a gap in the marketplace um, to be able to take data, get it inside somewhere, make it pretty to properly market to it so that every single time that we're marketing, it, we're, we're saving money every single time and gaining as much insight as possible. Um, so they're like, yeah, we would love that too. I was like, okay, cool. So um, I like basically sift my data and I basically, and I was like, Oh, real estate investors, SIF, REI SIFT, right? And REI SIFT was born at that mastermind. Um, and, uh, you know, because two, two individuals kind of pushed me are really good friends to this day. Um, and at that time it was, you know, um, it was really just that, right? Like take your CSV documents, upload it, break it apart so you can have clean data, incomplete data, trust trusting companies. So you don't have to worry about, you know, being good at it. The product does it for you. You know, it is that tool that makes it to where you don't, you don't have to be tech savvy. Um, and then from there, it's like, cool, we upload all of our phone numbers into the, into the product. And now we can see like owners that own multiple properties and have, you know, phone numbers that we've never reached. Cool. So like those people, we got to do something else with, cause phone numbers aren't working. So we send direct mail to those. So we looked at it, like, how can we segment out our data to do to where you have, you know, all your most expensive marketing going out last and all your cheapest marketing happening first. And then who are you not reaching? um and so we built a product to do that and you know express that that's what we were doing because initially it definitely wasn't that um pre-sold like 50 users or something like that and i was like okay so this this could be a thing and and we kind of went you know full blown in it but initially it was it was pretty pretty terrible to be honest with you um you know i i I didn't have any money all 250,000 i made that quarter I literally blew it all because I didn't know about taxes. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'm just going to buy everything that I know is a write-off. So I bought laptops, I bought cameras, I bought everything. I spent a lot of money on just random stuff. And um, so I had 30 grand left over and I took that 30 grand. I funded it to an account. Said, so this is what it's going to be to create REI shift. And then fast forward, you know, we have the company we have now, and it's the, the best risk I ever made, um, you know, simply by, you know, looking at a problem and, and solving it. Right. And and now it solves thousands of, of real estate investors and, and earns them, you know, way more uh, than I, than I make in, in some situations in their companies. So.
0: So let me ask you said something there. You said, um, you said when you were getting started, you, you just, it, it, you said the software is pretty horrible. You kind of didn't know what you were doing. You just did it. So yeah. um I've seen that many times and I've done it many times, but it took, it took a while for me to get there. Like in the beginning of all of my real estate journey, it was kind of like, I need to understand everything, know everything before I'm even willing to take the first step. And I really push people now to, I push them hard to just take action. You don't need to have, you know, every every step along the way from A to Z, just go from A to B and then B to C and then figure it out along the way. Have you always been like that? Or was it something that you were just like, you know what? These two guys are pushing me to do this. So I don't have to have it all figured out. I'm just going to go.
1: Well, see, I already, I focus on what was working, right? I focus on like, I know this is working for me and I know it'll work for somebody else. And so typically when you're building a software company in any other situation, you never do it the way we did it in the sense that like, um, you're coming in to disrupt the market. You typically come in where it's like something that was already created or it's something really simple to add into your company. We were like, no, like one of our, our things that like our mission is to become a thought leader in sales and marketing in the real estate space, um, or like and re-educate how things should be done. Um, so because I knew that what I was doing, because I went to this mastermind and I had spent like, like, I think it was like 12,000 or so in marketing that year. And I think, you know, we made something like uh, just shy of a miller. It was like 1.2 or something like that. We spent basically nothing. And everyone else had spent like, you know, we're spending 10,000 or 20,000, 25,000 a month. And I was like, dang, like that's, that's insane. So I knew what I did, what I was doing was something that worked because we could prove it. Um, I just needed to put it into the product and at the time it was, but the big obstacle was the fact that nobody else believed it. Right. So it took us a long time, it was two years to be, to enter in the industry and, and to where people are like, okay, I think that they know what they're talking about. When it comes to like this whole marketing and cycling data through side um so i wasn't really scared to like do it i was scared of of the money right because i didn't have any money i was sixty thousand dollars in debt at the time even though i had made money because i spent it all to to lose it um or so i didn't lose it to taxes and it was just the totally wrong way to do it and so um but you know i just said you know whatever and i had a core product that's something that people at least understood they knew my my vision my mission and, um, the only thing I didn't know how to do was like build it, you know, so I needed to hire a developer because I'm, I was really good at breaking things. Like I could hack things really well. Um, but, um, I couldn't build them back after I broke it. Um, so I needed somebody else And actually, uh, at this moment, uh, our, our developers were in the office and, um, the original one that, that I hired at that time is here. And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, it, people is one of the biggest things in business. So once I learned that, um, you know, you can put your faith in people and, and let them know what your vision is and what your mission is and what you want to accomplish, you know, the people will, one of my mentors says, um, build the people and the people will build the business. Right. And so that's just kind of what I've focused on and I've focused on my, what I'm good at. And that's, you know, portraying my vision to other people so that I can help them believe in me. So I can, you know, uh, you know, give that back through making their companies become better.
0: I love that build people and people build the company. It's, it's exactly right. Like, uh, and the visionary cast the vision and, and they're the ones that change the belief in the people that are in the company to, to do more, be more, uh, to build out the vision. Cause most of the visionaries can't actually do it. <laughs> they can't yeah, do it the first, Like can. you said, you, you got the idea, but you, you can and you can break it, but you can't build it. Like I, I can get things like 80% of the way. I need somebody to take over the rest. So it's just just the way it goes for me. And and sometimes that's a problem. Like when you can do it and when a visionary can do things, that's even worse. So um it can be get really bad because then nobody they think nobody can do it as, as good as them. And they'll never yeah. grow past whatever their capability is. So um, all right. So you're gonna be speaking at flip hacking live. What are you gonna be talking about there? You got time on stage. You got a crew coming. Uh, you got a bunch of people. What, what are you going to be giving to these folks that are listening? That are like, oh, this guy sounds interesting. He's not spending as much money on marketing as I am. Making more money than I am. Um, has this amazing software that lots of other investors are using. What are you going to be bringing to the event?
1: Yeah. So w- what I'm going to bring to the event is is a system and process for those who are already active in business. Right. Let's say you might already have we we have you know users that are multiple seven figure companies. Um, that you know are spending a ton of money in marketing, um, but if I go into their account after they set it up, I'm like, I filter down some filters, and all of a sudden I'm like, well, what about like these 3,000 people? You've marketed to them 10 times, but like they're dead, they're vacant properties. Like, what's going on with these? Right? So um, it can be really overwhelming, right, to understand and know how to do that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you guys how we do it, exactly how we do it in our company. In fact, we have a flip, $100,000 flip right now from this exact process that we'll do a breakdown on it's a pretty cool story um, to show you guys how by gaining more insight and understanding how you can intake data, move it through a proper like conveyor belt, if you will, um, really in a simple way, you can increase your revenue drastically decrease that overhead in increase the net profit so you can ultimately, you know, put that money where you want it to be, which is in your back pocket, right? So I'm going to show you guys a really simple process on how we do that in my company. I don't want to overwhelm everybody, you know, with the whole data thing. I want you to think about what you're going to do in three months from now. I want you to have something and leave with something that's 100% executable. um, And what we do every day in our company that drives results for us. So that's what I want to talk about.
0: Awesome. I love it. And everybody that I talk to that speaks on stage is it's like, we need a framework we need a system we need a process Look, just like tyler said that you can take and you can execute on today like from soup to nuts beginning to end you've got it it's not we're going to leave this little bit out pay me a little bit for this um you know everybody that i've interviewed so far every time i talk to them it's like this it's it's called flip hacking live for a reason you're going to come you're going to hack the pros they're going to give you the goods this this box and take it and use it because i mean there's this, this room isn't filled with 100,000 people. This room isn't filled with, it's filled with the people who are committed, they're confident, they're ready to go. They, they flew to Orlando, they're getting a hotel, they're taking four days away from their family, they're spending time with us. So we wanna make sure it's valuable to you guys. And I mean, can you imagine 20 of those uh, or more going through? And Tyler's also gonna have a round table on Thursday night, just like I talked about. We announced this last week and uh, the speakers are gonna have roundtables where you can go up and ask them one-on-one questions, individual questions. And uh, sit down with them so if something that Tyler said or talked about on stage you didn't really understand we don't have a ton of time for questions during the event. So it's not like oh you get 30 minutes of Q a after every speaker we're going to deliver the goods and then, if you have questions they're available they're there and that Thursday night is amazing and we just launched a VIP. Um, uh, a VIP pass, so the VIPs are going to get three hours that night with everybody and the general folks if your general admission yeah, VIP is not for you that's perfectly fine. But you'll get an hour and a half with them. So that's how we set it up. It's going to be a very small group for the VIPs in the beginning, a lot of like one-on-one Q&As. And if you don't know what to ask, Tyler, because he's confusing you right now, then be a fly on the wall at that. Stand at the table. Listen to somebody else who probably has the exact question that you don't even know that you need to ask, and they're going to ask it. That's the coolest thing about those roundtables and being at an event like this is you're around other people that are asking really smart questions that you might not even know you have until you hear it. And you're like, oh man, that's the that's the thing that I needed. Because I tell people all the time, if you knew what you needed, you would go out and get it right now and fix the problem that you have. So a lot of times we're, we're stuck. We're at a point where we just don't know what we need. And it just shows up at the at the, at the time you would never expect it. At, like the, a speaker that you'll hear over these three, three days, you might go there to hear Tyler and hear somebody else be like, that's what I need. Or you might go hear somebody else and you hear Tyler's presentation. You're like, oh my gosh, that's the missing puzzle piece that I need. It's right there. And it's happened to me so many times. I remember events where I was going to skip a speaker and I just had him on the podcast. His name, Walter Bond. I was going to skip that presentation that he was giving that I saw. And I, 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 by happenstance, I stayed, I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, like this was a life-changing keynote presentation. And I brought him back for the last four years to share with you guys. And without that, you would have never known who he was. You would have never come in front of him. He would not have moved you and pushed you to do all the things that you do. So that's what kind of event this is. Uh, I'm really excited. You can go to flipbackinglive.com, grab your ticket. Um, Tyler, uh, I, I, we're getting towards the end here. Anything that you want? Any like last minute thing that you want to share? Or anything that um, that you want to encourage people to come and not miss? Like what? What do you have for everybody that's listening?
1: Um. Well, I could just speak back to, um, you know, the fact that I I had some limiting beliefs myself right back before I went to an event and was in a mastermind. I was a VIP at that mastermind. That's why we're at that event. That's why I was in the room with, you know, it was like 12 people and three of them kind of I attracted to and I told them about this process. And that changed my life quite literally. Like it, it made the wealth that I have today was that I think it was like three thousand or you no, know, it was five thousand that I paid for that mastermind at that time um, to be in that room at this event, a VIP ticket, and it changed everything for me. Like I strongly believe, um, you know, in being around other people. Like, like I can't stress upon it enough. Like even now, like in, in getting a little bit. Um, more vulnerable on it. Like I've had it like for the last three, uh, well, really month and a half or so, like I've had like anxiety attacks where I've been starting to, you know, kind of have to like focus on my health a little bit, figure some stuff out. Um, you know, because of, of just, you know, I kind of, I, we haven't been able to talk to people like-minded. And then in the last week or so I've, I went and spoke at a couple of local events and stuff. And like, I feel so much better because I'm around and I'm able to kind of express myself and be me. And, um and so um being around people that are just like you is, is really important um and wanna be where you're at. And when it comes to for me and, and being there, I'm gonna try to not confuse you guys on stage. I'm gonna do the best I can uh to break it down and, and just give it really simple. I'm even gonna give you guys a free resource to be able to make sure that you guys can execute. That's a lot, you know, step by step. Um, but other than that, like I'm an open book four years ago, I was making $27,000 a year, right? Like I wasn't making a lot of money and my life is entirely different now. Um, like, and I'll even share, I'll even break down show you guys my P and L's like, I'm the most open book you could ever, um, ever, ever meet. Um, and you know, I want you guys to succeed in, in any way that I can help shed that light and give you that vision to show, Hey, it's possible to to be where you want to be. Um, I'm there for that. So, um, I'm excited to see you guys there. So, so don't hesitate. I mean, it's it's a drip in the bucket compared to you can't put a dollar value on knowledge. So,
0: yeah, absolutely, and it, that's something that you you can never lose. Like yeah. nobody can take it from you once you have it, and you that's an investment in in your future. So, it, it's been big for me. Um, I, I think back to my my challenge six years ago, seven years ago of just like not even want to buy a book or anything, like just not spend money. I never went to an event like this and i just i just wouldn't i'm i i am still very cheap but not when it comes to investing myself because there's nobody i believe in more than myself so why wouldn't i put my money there and once it gets up here nobody can take that from me you can take all the things that i have all that stuff but i know that i can go out and make money in just about any industry now surprisingly although i learned it in a real estate mastermind so uh, marketing and sales runs this 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 world it runs the financial world for sure and the more you can 100%. learn about that and get it the better. So, um, how can people find out more about you, um, and, and your software and everything like that?
1: Yeah. So my IG, uh, is, is probably the thing that I respond to most. My Facebook gets blown up. So, um, Tyler Austin original is my, uh, my IG again, that's Tyler Austin original. And then um, we have a REI Sift Mastermind community with you know a ton of people in there that are looking to you know scale their companies and and network and stuff. Um, that's if you just search um, REI Sift Mastermind Community on Facebook, you'll see the community there. You can hop in and ask questions and um, see what we have going on over there and and you know all that good stuff. So cool. Is, the that way for you or is that how I answer questions? Is that yeah, a it's free. free group. It's yep, yeah, totally free group. You know, that's typically it's kind of like our, you know, we have our customer support chat and stuff like that. In, and, you know, so we, we tell our users like, hey, like, you know, come in and talk to us and support if you're having issues, but like lean on the community because all those people are like closing deals every single day using things and that's where a lot of them talk about like business operations and a lot of that kind of stuff rather than like how do i click a button you know um so it's an awesome community i i learn from it every day i kind of like nerd out scrolling through like seeing people's uh stories and closed deals and stuff so
0: it's it's great Nice. Um, hey, I mentioned I mentioned VIP for you guys that are listening, and I just want to run through it. It's probably the first time that I mentioned it because we just launched it today as we're recording this. So we're recording this on uh, I don't know what date it is. Friday, the seventeenth of September, and we just launched our VIP access. Finally, been working on it, dialing it in. So um, you guys, the what what you get with that is you'll get a lunch on. So the event is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we do a lunch Q&A on Thursday and Friday. The first day is with me, and I'll probably invite one of my friends in there with me um, on the first day. And then the second day is uh, another Q&A session with five or six of our our members and uh, the folks that are on stage, so the speakers and members the second day. And then, like I mentioned, you get an extra hour and a half of the roundtables on Thursday night, and we're also... Uh, have like a great dinner mixer, stuff like that, that night with just the VIPs. So we have about 50 of these spots and all of our members, our altitude and runway members are also in the VIP. So you get to network with all those folks, everybody that's doing from six to seven figures in their business, you'll get to hang out, meet with them and spend some time with them. And, you know, having just, just some networking at lunch, uh, the lunch Q and A's and the dinner with them is almost as valuable, if not more valuable sometimes than the roundtables that you're going to get. So speaking to those folks, like th- just because they're not on stage doesn't mean they're not doing as much or more than the folks that are. So that is a that's there's 150 of those folks that are just doing some amazing things that you get to network with and master. It's basically like being at a mastermind lunch and dinner with us and um, and being part of the VIP. Um, let's see. Oh, there's some priority access. So we open the doors first for you guys. So there's spots up front wherever you want to sit, um, uh, VIPs will get early access to the event, so we open the doors before in the morning and then before lunch, at, you can just kind of you'll see it's kind of like a race to your seat people are running and uh, and, and grabbing the seat right up front or grabbing the best seat that they can uh, is another uh, big benefit of it so uh, lunch Thursday Friday. Uh, the VIP reception on Thursday night and an hour and a half extra at the roundtables, early access. And you can go to, um, you can just reach out to our team, info at sevenfigureflipping.com. If you have any other questions and go grab your VIP ticket, it's in your email. If you're not on our email list, reach out to us and we'll hook you up. So, um, Tyler, thanks for coming, man, hanging out with me. I can't wait to hear your presentation. I can't wait to learn more about some of the secrets that you're doing. Those numbers are insane. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it, man.
1: To it too, man. I appreciate you having me on. I look forward to seeing everybody in the audience, shake everybody's hand and just get to see each other. It's been a while since we've been able to do this in person, and I'm I'm super stoked. You have no idea. So thanks for, thanks again, man.
0: Yeah, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you agreed to come and are going to be a big part of it. And uh, it's really cool to see your community come together. It's uh it's very much how I think of mine of how our seven figure members will travel, they'll go places. I I had a guy drive like uh, he's probably like eight hours to a meetup over here one day. It was pretty cool to see. So, um, if you don't have your ticket to Flip Hacking Live, that's step one. Go to fliphackinglive.com and we'll see you in Orlando in just a couple of weeks. I can't wait. See you then. Bye.